With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Center for LegalServices.org, MCLSC, a nonprofit law firm serving 43 counties of the state's central and southern community. From the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio, you are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. Uh, the Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by the Escargot, uh, Barbecue Shrimp, and Wagyu, Kessler Prime and the Renaissance. Visit KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. And, uh, well, I don't know. How about a Tito's Martini straight up with uh, some blue, ch- blue cheese olives? Ooh. Hello. Ah. <sighs> It's already a good day. I feel good about it. <laughs> 105.9 The Zone ESPN. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. We are the Out of Bounds Show. We've got uh, high school football scrimmages where they actually play teams, you know, whatever, uh, exhibition games, whatever they're called. Uh, that's going on. That's cool. Uh, MRE football next Thursday on ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I don't know how many years they've been on. Uh, 10? Maybe the 11th season? Double ones? 11 is one of my favorite numbers, by the way, Jason. Really? Do you know why? Lucky number or what? Uh, Well, okay. In the 80s, Isaiah Thomas wore it with the Detroit Pistons. Okay. Yeah. Was that? that was and I followed Isaiah place. from Indiana. In 81, they won the national championship, Hoosiers. Wow. Okay? And then he went to Detroit, and I loved their, you know, their colors, their uniforms, and I already loved Isaiah. And, and then they added... You know, then they had Dumars and Vinny Microwave Johnson and Rodman. What a name. And, uh, Microwave Johnson. I know, man. <laughs> he uh, he couldn't play today. He had kind of a round body, mm. um, but but just just had enough game back then. And then, of course, Lam, Lambeer would slam people around. 
he was known as a dirty player. Uh, he was their center. You know, about 6'10-ish, maybe maybe 6'11". Anyway, big dude, kind of built like a guy that you would see walking out of the forest in, like, Wisconsin or Iowa. Okay. Does that... Yeah. A little, bit of, a little bit of Paul Bunyan? Yeah, carry his lunch pail and an axe. Yeah, 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 and, and an axe, yeah. sure. And just be able to, like, cut down three or four trees before lunch? That just... Painted a perfect picture in my brain. I yeah. know exactly what you're talking about. In fact, if you'll Google Bill Lambeer right now, I think that you will confirm that I did a good job of describing kind of who, what he looks like, you know? And uh, so, yeah, that that's the whole number 11 thing for me. Yeah, that's, that's Paul Bunyan for sure. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Everybody else in the league hated him. I mean, that really? was back when you could clothesline people. Um, when when you tried to take the ball to the rim. Well, so he was part of the bad boys, right? Absolutely. Okay. Rick that. Mahorn, who hung out with, what was that rap group? I loved him. Oh, I, I had to think through it. Anyway, Rick Mahorn, Lambeer, and Rodman. This is before Rodman went like crazy Rodman with Madonna and, and that whole thing. Okay. You know who Madonna is? I've, come on. Well, I just asked you about some other people, and yeah, we're working through things here. Yes, yes, we are. We are. We're ironing out some cases. Yeah, here. but you do know, I mean, you know who Madonna is. I'm aware. Like a virgin. I'm, yes. Okay. Of All course. right. Uh, 1984, I think that, I don't want to say disc. I'd say tape. We were in between eight tracks and discs in 84, I think. So I'm going to say in 84, that's when that tape dropped. But I don't know for sure. Eighty four. Was it really? Yeah, you're on. I'll it, be man. damn. I was man. That's crazy. I can't believe I remember that. Um, all right, I want to switch it up today. Our caller line is the I'm gonna rotate through. Right now it's the Southern Prohibition crowd control caller line. That's an IPA that's amazing. Uh our caller line is six oh one seven zero seven thirty seven fifty. Find it at any of the, you know, beer stores or uh supermarkets and so on. Southern Prohibition out of Hattiesburg. Southern Pro, So Pro, Crowd Control IPA. Caller line 601-707-3750. Twitter handle at Bowbounds. I haven't been able to check the Twitters yet, Jason, so let me know if there's anything good there. Sometimes people pop us um, on the Twitters. And then your John Deere tractor, Ag Up Equipment, text line. 601-885-3776. 885-3776. That's the text line. First four people right now that text Braves to 601-885-3776. You win a pair of tickets. You get to pick the day. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But today is a thirsty Thursday at the M Braves and Mississippi Braves ballpark. And they've got Stella Artois, which is wonderful beer, Michelob Ultra, Key City, Kona, Big Wave, Golden Ale, SoPro, Southern Prohibition, among other delicious beers. Grab some peanuts and some nachos and enjoy some Mississippi Braves baseball. Text Braves to 601-885-3776. And if you're in the first four, you win a pair of tickets to the AA affiliate of the Atlanta Braves. All right. Uh, Jason, we'll even let you go. Whoa, really? To the game. Uh, to a game, and you won't have to pay. I'll get you hooked up. What we got? 
Caller? Oh, okay. Well, all right, we'll take a call. I mean, this is kind of dangerous. We'll see what happens here. Uh, we got Kellen Mond and Zach Wilson going tonight with the Jets-Browns, okay? Kellen Mond, Zach Wilson. Kellen Mond played at A&M. Zach Wilson played at BYU with the Cougars, and then he went Cougar because the story is that he hooked up with his mom's friend. And is he more popular for that or playing second-string quarterback for the New York Jets behind Aaron Rodgers? We've got somebody that wants to hear some thoughts on uh, Pete Golding, on uh, the new Ole Miss defensive coordinator. Oh, uh, am I supposed think. to say he's the next buddy, Ron? Maybe maybe so. I mean, Or Dick LeBeau? Yeah. Or Wade Phillips? Maybe so. I, I think he's uh, he sounds like an Ole Miss homer. Okay, great. Who do we have? So, uh, and what's your name? My name is Ben. Ben, tell me, you want to talk Pete Golding? Yeah, I'm just curious to see how you think he's going to be doing this year. Well, I, I want to start with how much talent do you think he's going to be working with on the I defensive mean, side of the football? I don't think Ole Miss is ever known for their defense, but after some of the recruits that have been coming in this year, I don't know. Uh, so, what do you think are realistic expectations for the Ole Miss for for Golding and the Ole Miss defense, especially knowing that you pull Bama and LSU back to back early? Both of those L's, no matter what. Okay, all right. Well, then let's move on. Arkansas at home, you'll be favored. I give you a sixty-five. No, maybe more than that. Them losing coordinators. Oh, I may go to seventy thirty, maybe in seventy-five. I, I'll, I'll, I'll stay at 70 right now. I give you a 70% chance to win that game. Can Golding hold K.J. Jefferson under 20 points that game, Ben? Under 20, I don't know. Okay. K.J.'s coming off a great last year, he, but he did get hurt. No doubt. He's a, he's a heck of a player. I don't know exactly what – well, Raheem is good. We'll see what they have at wideout. Um, and they did lose an A coordinator. All right, I'll keep going. Uh, at Auburn. Can you hold Freeze and whoever he wants to play at QB under 20? How would you win that game? 20. Uh, can you hold Freeze and Auburn at 27 or below, Ben? I mean, who's to say Freeze doesn't have a stellar season with Auburn? 27, I think he could go over that. Okay. All right. Uh, I agree with you. I think Freeze is going to win a bunch of games, at least eight. He may win more because they pull Vanderbilt. Uh, you got Vandy at home. You'll win by a million. All right. Texas A&M. <laughs> At home. All right, so here we go. Now we got if Bobby Petrino and Jimbo Fisher haven't killed each other, and let's say Petrino's still calling plays, give me a number that you think Ole Miss could could live with to win. I got 20 seconds. Pete Golding holds them under what, 24, 25, 26? He could do it. I mean, if A&M's anything like they were last year, yes. Okay. All right. Ben, I appreciate the call. Thank you, my man. I hope you're excited about Ole Miss football. I can't wait for the season to start, and I know you can't either. I hope you call back soon. Uh, and if you're over 21, I hope you enjoy an IPA later this afternoon. We are the Out of Bounds Show. We'll be back in a second. Steve Palazzolo on the NFL at 8.30. Oh, I, I meant to mention this in the last segment, then I got into another story. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But I received an email this morning. Let me make sure I get this right. Bulldog Burger in Starkville. Um, all right. They are bringing the beach to you today. It, so if you're in, uh, if you're in the Startville Golden Triangle area, we have great listeners, live streaming and podcast. Uh, awesome numbers up there as that place continues to grow. Uh, Bulldog Burger in Startville is bringing the beach to you at 630 today for a summertime collaboration with Chandelier Brewing. Chandeliers from the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Again, another uh, great local brewery, Chandelier, Chandelier Brewing. And um, so they're going to be featuring five different summer ales, sours, and beers only available at the brewing house. And they are going to do two chef-curated specials will be created to complement these fantastic Chandelier beers at Bulldog Burger in Starble. So if you're in the area, enjoy some amazing food and a chandelier beer straight from the Mississippi Gulf Coast at Bulldog Burger in Starble. Great burgers, sandwiches, appetizers. Their bar there is really, really cool. They did a great, great job there. Uh, it's a pretty, pretty place. Bulldog Burger in Startville. Chandelier Beer Tap Takeover, baby. Today, starting around 6.30. Good morning. Welcome in. Um, now, I got to get this I got to get this story right. I kind of botched it. Sorry. It was early this morning. And, um, and, and I read the article on Sunday, which may as well be five years ago, right? Because I can't remember how I drove to work this morning. And... I talked to you about how, and this ties into sports because this dude likes sports, but Guy Fieri, you know, Triple D, even Jason knew who he was. Jason, do you know who Guy Fieri is? Of course. Okay, diners, drive-ins, and dives. Yeah. This guy is an amazing entrepreneur, has made, you know, got a couple hundred million dollars, and he's featured in Cigar Aficionado this month. He's on, he's on the cover. And he talks about his story and how he became successful and how he told the Food Network no. It's a very important word that you need to 
learn in life. Too many people say yes to too many things that don't matter or keep you fractured. Um, but Gaffietti told the Food Network no on the first show they proposed and then said yes on the second. Do you think that worked out with Triple D? I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could. it's probably the number one show on TV. Okay. Um, and here it is right here. It reaches well over 100 million people a year, Jason, and 33.6 million people per quarter. That's why they agreed to pay him over $80 million plus endorsements and everything else he's done. I mean, the, the dude's made, you know, a couple hundred million dollars. So here's the story I was telling you about. And obviously, we are a Patron super premium tequila show. But in the 90s, there was a contest for whoever sold the most Cabo Wabo tequila. And if you sold the most, you could come backstage and meet Sammy Hagar. All right? So Gaffietti at this time owned a a single restaurant in those days. And guess what he did? Now, this is smart. Smart wins the day. Guess what he did, Jason? Gaffietti at this time in the 90s owns a single restaurant. He wants to sell the most Cabo Wabo so that he can go meet Sammy Hagar. They kind of look alike, you know, with the frosted hair and, and all the leather. They, you know, even, I mean, Hagar is a rocker and Fietti looks like a rocker. Okay. Yeah, he does. And so Gaffietti in his restaurant, he made the premium price Cabo Wabo his well tequila, pouring a spirit that sold about four times the price of a typical well bottle. So, of course, he wins and just blows through the contest. And Hagar said, and I quote in this article on Gaffietti, this is Sammy Hagar, we ate sushi and drank tequila and just cracked up and had the time of our lives. We've been friends ever since. Now, today, the two are owners of a tequila. So anyway, isn't that a cool story? He's like, I'm going to win it. How am I going to win it? I'm a single restaurant. I don't own 15 of them, 20, 30, like some, uh, like Fleming's could have done, right? They, yeah. they could have sold the most tequila or Outback. Well, I'm just trying to think of, you know, uh, Morton's. Th- those guys could have sold the most tequila that month or, or whatever. Instead, Gaffietti says, you know what? I'm going to put that premium tequila in my well. I'm going to win, and I'm going to meet Sammy Hagar, and they became lifelong friends. That's crazy that he took the opportunity to meet him and didn't bring, like, a pen or pad. He didn't take it in, like, a dorky way. He just went and drank with him. (laughs) And ate sushi. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that fun? I mean, I'd like to hang out with Gaffietti and and Sammy Hagar and eat sushi and drink premium Patron tequila. Yeah. That's not what they were drinking, but, you know, anyway. All right. (laughs) Uh, do we have time for the lane train audio? It was Ole Miss Media Days yesterday. Uh, they're hitting the practice field today. Uh, lane train's on a roll. This is year four for Lane. This is what he had to say about NIL. It's really challenging now because it's really hard to to build a team and keep, it's really hard to build a program because every year is so new. And I've been vocal about it. Now, so don't get me wrong. Again, just because I say it's not a very good system that's in place with the portal and NIL combined and not not really good regulations around it, 
we still maximize it. We still utilize it as much as anybody. And because those are what the rules they have in place. But I mean, it's just, there's no, I said in reading today, there's no sport like it that you can look to, to say, okay, this is how you do it. And this is how you manage a team. And this is how. All right. That was Lane train at media days. Um, to kick off the year and he's still talking NIL all the time. So and look, it's, it's a big deal. Uh, you have to wonder is, is, is Lane shifting, switching courses now that they're focusing on high school this year. And will he kind of temper? He's, he's still going to dance in the portal a good bit, but there are many people believe that you can't flip your roster at that rate and have success. Now the NFL has proven that you can't, it, you know, you've you've had some teams in the last 10 years that went all in free agency. Way too many players, Jason, like 15. It just didn't work, right? Um, you got to build your roster through the high school level, uh, retain who you want, if you can, and then add pieces in free agency, which is called what? The transfer portal. Right. Right. So the question, what is, Lane's got 26 or whatever this, anyway, you know, what is, we're still trying to figure out how many is too many and what's the right number because it's so early with the transfer portal, not just for Ole Miss, for anybody, right? I mean, Georgia and Bama can do what they want. They're going to go through high school, which you should. You know, they're, they're going to sign 25 dudes every year, see how that rolls, and pick and choose in the portal. Ohio State, LSU, you know, so on and so forth. Um. Did Miami go too heavy last year? They went five and seven. That's a, that's a good question, right? Five and seven in a weak league where they're one of the top recruiters. I don't know. Now, the flip side is, you know, A&M wasn't any good, and they've been gangbusters high school recruiting, and they went five and seven. But you got to have good coaching, too, culture, development, and all that. We're going to have Steve Palazzolo coming up next, Pro Football Focus. Y'all ready to talk some NFL? Ooh. Ooh. QBs. The Saints. Derek Carr. They've actually got a legitimate QB this year, Jason. And a great schedule. Are they going to go 10 and 7? Are they going to go 11 and 6? Win the NFC South. Host a playoff game and get that place rocking again in the Caesar Superdome. We'll see. The Out of Bounds Show is powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge, an award-winning Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, dancingrabbitgolf.com. Steve Palazzolo on the NFL and the Saints. Coming up next. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's National IPA Day. India National IPA Day. I'm so glad Gaffietti likes cigars. I mean, I already liked him, but oh man, he loves some cigars. We'll just go ahead and say that uh, this set we you know we dropped Havana early, so we'll go. And I was referencing Gaffietti on the cover of uh, Cigar Aficionado, so we'll give a shout out to Spring Street Cigars in Startville, Casiesco, Meridian, Oxford, Tupelo. DeSoto County, Spring Street Cigars. I plan on being there this weekend. Good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Uh, We're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app and The Zone 1059.com. And we welcome in Steve Palazzolo, NFL insider. He's got the podcast, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com. Steve Palazzolo joins us on the farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Steve P., good morning. How are you, buddy? Doing great. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, man. Um, where are you? You in Cincinnati or somewhere else? I'm in Cincinnati. Uh, we've I've, I went up to Indianapolis training camp the other day, but yeah, in Cincinnati and you know, going to a couple places uh, that are somewhat local around here. Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, okay, let's let's dive into that before I get into the Saints and Derek Carr. Um, cause it's got some sec flavor and some Mississippi flavor and I can tie it local. And whenever I can do that, that's even better for our segment. Of course, we're lucky to have so many, uh, NFL players, uh, that when I can reference AJ Brown and Jeffrey Simmons and so on that have ties Dak, but Anthony Richardson played at Florida and Gardner Minshew is from right here in Jackson, Mississippi. So, uh, evidently the directive from the ownership is this guy will play and play early, even though he's probably not close to ready. Um, what are your thoughts with the Indianapolis Colts approach with AR and Anthony Richardson? Yeah, so I thought, um, not to overrate the one practice where we saw him make like 12 throws, but I thought he looked pretty good for whatever that's worth. I, and I also think that's, I think that approach is fine. I, I think Richardson's interesting as a prospect because I don't know that it's a, uh, uh, a game reps type of thing. I don't know that it's uh, he, I, I don't know that not ready is the right thing, the uh, right way to describe it. I really just don't think he was accurate at Florida. Um, I think he sees the field. Okay. I think he likes to work from the pocket. I think he just misses a lot of throws, which is generally a footwork and um, you know, it might never get better, but I don't, I don't know that game reps – I think it's okay to, like, kind of throw them in there and, uh, and see how it goes, especially because of uh, Richardson's rushing ability. You know, they're, gonna, they're going to tap into that. You could see just – even just the way they're practicing, you could see Anthony Richardson's going to be a part of the running game. So, I think that's all fine. Um, I thought it, Richardson looked pretty sharp as, you know, the, or in full team drills. Uh, you know, missed a couple throws here and there, but overall pocket movement, multiple reads – uh, certainly looks different throwing the ball versus, say, Gardner Minshew or Sam Ellinger, who are in camp. Um, so, yeah, I think 
I think Richardson might surprise early on. And then uh, Minshew looks sharp, too. He looked good. Got a good feel. Looks like he's having fun, hitting his first read, hitting his, uh, you know, on time, accurate, and, and look good with the with the backups. Okay, is this a fair – Minshew gives them a better chance to win right now? Anthony Richardson is the first-round pick that the owner is all – or say – is all excited about. He can be all over the place. He's been good at times and holy smokes at times. So, you know, what what would Steve P want as the GM coach right now? Uh, an opportunity to win in a weak division or let's let it rip with Anthony Richardson, but we may stumble four or five times, six over the course of this run and take ourselves out of the playoffs. What would be your approach, Steve? I give the same answer for every rookie quarterback, which is whenever whenever I feel like the rookie's ready, whenever I feel comfortable with him as, uh, you know, or, sorry, whatever, whatever is best for my rookie's development. And sometimes that is playing early, sometimes that's sitting. That's what I would lean into. I think it'd be fine putting Richardson out there early. I think that's okay. Um, because, again, I think the, I think the running ability and, and some of the ways that you can create deception for the defense will we'll buy time while we're working on the mechanical stuff. So um, I'd be fine with putting Richardson out there early. Um, but, again, my, my biggest goal is making sure that he's ready for years two, three, and four and ready to be the guy going forward. And, and so I don't care. I shouldn't care. I wouldn't care that much about year one. But you got to tell the players you care. So. Right. I that publicly. Yeah. You know? So I would, uh, I would find that fine line as the general manager to say, we're trying to win, but in the back of my mind saying, yeah, I'm really caring about next year and the year after. Okay. All right. Well, selfishly, I want Gardner Minshew to play. Um, I understand. But I, I don't have anything like against Anthony Richardson. And I think it's a, uh, I, I, an amazing case study, another one that we always stumble on in the NFL when it comes to quarterbacks steve palazzolo pro football focus pff.com they've got the podcast it's really good uh they do all sorts of things and i'm looking at their site here he joins us on the farm bureau insurance guest line so when you mentioned something about accuracy and we've been fortunate to have some really good qb coaches come through here as of late um, Steve, and that is Dan Mullen, who coached Alex Smith, Dak Prescott, Kyle Trask, even made Felipe Franks better. Um, Mike Leach, who did a great job with Gardner Minshew and Kingsbury and, and others. Will Rogers, who's currently at Mississippi State. Lane Kiffin, who's uh, done a remarkable job at many stops. Now, Mike and Mullen... Uh, Leach and Mullen had, I think, two different kind of philosophies. I want to bounce it off you. You just said something about, you know, he's not accurate. Leach's deal was you can't teach accuracy. They either have it or they don't. Yet, and I had many conversations with Leach. And I had many with Mullen. And Mullen talked about, you know, how, you know, Dak wasn't accurate. Well, Dak developed his junior and senior year into a hell of a passer and is very, very accurate at the NFL level. So you have access to NFL QB coaches and offensive coordinators and Chris Collinsworth and da-da-da-da-da. Where does Steve Palazzolo fall in this theory on you either have it by the time you're about 18 um, or you don't? Yeah, so I think I think it depends. I'll sit, I'll sit right in between. I'll sit right in the middle there. 
I mean, if you asked me four or five years ago, I would probably say exactly what Mike Leach was saying, which was, no, there's no way. You know, there's there's too much evidence. You know, there's too much evidence of uh, Jeff George never figured it out and Jake Locker never figured it out and Achilles Smith never figured it out and, you know, just list all these guys. But now we're at a we're at a spot where the the NFL passing game is easier, and, and and that's where I wish you know I wish we could have that conversation with Mike now. You know what are we talking about with accuracy? You know are you talking about ball placement? Are you talking about just completion percentage? Because if it's just completion percentage, Mike Leach he he creates open throws with his system, so your you know your mind can get you completions as much as you know your actual arm you know you just 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 don't miss a guy by a mile um so what we see at the nfl level recently though is josh allen has improved josh allen was not accurate coming out of uh, college you know just a, a, a how how often does he hit throws uh percentage basis uh, did he hit some throws and make some really nice ones yeah absolutely but he missed way too many and honestly lamar jackson similar his accuracy was not good relative to NFL quarterbacks coming out. And I think both guys have improved. But on top of that, Lamar Jackson in particular has more open throws to work with because of his running ability. And that's why I always reference that with Anthony Richardson. And I get some pushback where people are like, oh, you can't just run in the NFL. You have to be able to throw. Well, yeah, you absolutely have to. You know, Justin Fields last year did not throw the ball very well, but the offense still moved the ball because his rushing ability, but also, you know, uh, tight end Cole Komet, just signed a big contract because of the deception the Bears offense created and Komet's just running through the secondary wide open because of the running ability of Justin Fields. So, um, I, so I guess my point is I think, it, I think accuracy can improve a little bit. I also don't know if it's a most important thing anymore because coaches are doing a better job of creating open throws, and, if, and all you have to do is complete it. And it doesn't have to be pinpoint. And okay. um, I think there's ways to I think there's ways to mitigate accuracy issues more now than there were maybe 15, 20 years ago in the NFL. Mitigate accuracy issues. Okay, I agree. With, I see where you're going. That's pretty good because of the way the game is set up today, compared to um, and played compared to uh, just ten years ago, much less uh, twenty yeah. years ago. Okay, so guys like Josh Allen. Lamar Jackson, you're right. They have become more accurate, and it's a combination of their coaches allowing them, you know, to uh, create open throws, but also their mobility creates it too. So that combo and the way the game is played is just so much more advantageous today than it was 10, 20 years ago, Steve? Yeah, I mean, I think like the RG3 year, um, was was one of the first big indicators there, you know, because he, he they they tapped into what RG3 did in college uh, back in 2012 with Washington. They ran a lot of zone read. They used him as a designed runner. And because of that, defenses had to adjust. They had to account for two runners instead of one. So they had to account for the running back and the quarterback. That takes somebody out of coverage and makes for easier throws. And when we talk about accuracy, we usually picture Drew Brees, right? Always being on the, you know, the right shoulder to throw it, you know, leading a guy upfield and everything. But if you're not perfectly accurate and you just complete the pass and you only get 10 yards instead of 15, like it's still better than missing. So, right. you know, those, those open throws are created because the runner is, is really taking a defender out of cover, coverage. 
the the running quarterback is taking a defender out of coverage, basically. So uh, that's where that's where I'm saying a guy like Anthony Richardson doesn't have to look like Brees or Brady or whoever because he has these built-in advantages the same way Lamar Jackson does, the same way Justin Fields does, because, uh, honestly, Daniel Jones with the Giants, the way they've tapped yeah. his rushing ability. Yeah. Not only are you going to steal yards, right? Like Daniel Jones had all these games last year where he'd have six or seven first downs that he'd run for. So you steal some yards but you're also affecting the defense and creating, you know, bigger passing windows. Oh, wow. Do you think uh, when you look at Dak Prescott's style of play, I've, I've argued this the last few years, even with the, the gruesome ankle injury that Dak should move around more. Cause I feel like when he moves around more, he, he, you know, he can really make some plays and has proven that he can. Uh, you're, you're referencing Josh Allen and Lamar. And then we all know what Mahomes does. Do you think that you, I kind of get the feeling ever since Linehan and Garrett were there and it transferred over to Kellen Moore that they were so stuck in him playing from the pocket that they went overboard. Do you think Dak should move around more and that when he does, he's pretty damn successful? Yeah, I, mean, I think he's definitely successful when he does it. It's a really tricky balance because I think on the other side of it, there are quarterbacks who have tried to run around too much throughout their career. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers did that at points in his career, yeah. Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson. Those are the three guys that just come to mind that um, obviously could all play from the pocket, but there were times where they leaned into things the other way and they did not play within structure enough. And all of them probably took too many negative plays. So that's Rodgers, Wilson, Watson. Too many sacks. Uh, there was points in Rodgers' career where he just would not play in structure, didn't trust the offense, was always trying to make you know play hero ball. So I would say Dak is probably on the other side of that, where he is definitely trying to win from the pocket, which is still the most important thing. Um, but when you watch a guy like, say, Patrick Mahomes, I think you see that perfect balance of – he knows when to win from the pocket. Maybe he leans too much to outside the pocket, but he's special there, and he's a runner, and he's a passer, right? And you just you don't know where he's going to be as a defense, and you don't know how he's going to beat you. And if everybody's covered, he might run for 18 yards on third and 17, I think like he did against the Titans uh, last year. Uh, that To me, that's the balance that you're looking for, and I think Dak is capable of that. But that's not like, a, hey, make sure you do this four or five times more a game. I think it's scrambling at the right time. I think it's having a feel. I think it's um, just tapping into the running ability when needed. And then I think schematically, I'm always a big fan of it in the red zone. Again, just because you're, you're, you're stealing uh, defenders. You're basically just putting defenders in a bind. So when you talk about deception in the tight red zone, having some zone keepers, having uh, various things like that, mixing that in, I think that always makes sense to have a few more of those with Dak. Um, because again, I think it just, um, starts moving defenders. And so, yeah, I would, I would tap into it a little bit more, maybe if I'm the Cowboys, but you just have that balance of, we don't want Dak just running around trying to make plays outside the structure too much. No, 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 no. Because he's had too much success from, from the pocket, but, but you do agree that there hasn't been enough of that, especially in the red zone with Dak the last few years. Yeah, I think the design stuff. I said I really said the same thing about Russell Wilson a few years ago too, as far as like the designed running game. If he just kept it a couple more times for seven yards here, eight yards there, I think that does so much for the running game. I think Dak is probably similar, 
like you put him and Tony Pollard back there and Dak's going to keep it three or four times a game uh, with that good offensive line and as good as Tony Pollard is, that's going to open things up, I think, from a run game perspective. So, yeah, I would I would tap into like the zone, the zone read game maybe a little bit more with Dak. All right, Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. All right, Steve, you uh, you made me you you made me mad last week, so let's talk about it on the air. Um, I asked you, uh, and I think this guy gets. A, I, I think he's really, really, really good, but I think he gets a pass because of where he plays, and people just don't care, and everybody cares. I mean, if if the if the Cowboys are doing jumping jacks this morning in training camp. Um, Justin Herbert, Dak Prescott, he, Herbert hasn't done anything in the postseason. Brutal loss last year against the Jaguars. People knock Dak for his postseason. Um, what you, you said you would take Justin Herbert over Dak. Describe the gap between them to me. Yeah, I would, I would take Herbert and I wasn't a huge Herbert fan coming out, but I, I think he's been so impressive since, you know, since getting into the NFL. Um, I think Herbert's best season was 2021. I don't think I've seen uh, Dak uh, play at that level at all in the NFL. Um, it doesn't mean every single when you. I think when you rank guys, again, it doesn't mean every single year they'll be better. Like, I think Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. I think he was probably fifth best two years ago, yeah. you know, like that particular season. So it doesn't mean they're the same forever. Um but I just think what Herbert has shown, his ability to throw down the field, uh, the arm talent, his athleticism, his ability to take on a huge workload, they, uh, they've put a lot on Herbert's plate. I, I didn't think he'd be able to handle that coming out of college where um, his accuracy, I think, had some issues. And you know, he's been much better in that regard. He takes really good care of the ball. Now, but my question with Herbert, and I think this year is going to be real telling for me, is why is he so conservative? You know, why does he throw the ball short so much? And um, he, he basically, Herbert basically plays like a Alex Smith plus, where he's not, he's just not going to turn the ball over, but he's not, he's not throwing enough of those special passes that I know Herbert's capable of. And I want to see if Kellen Moore can get that out of him. So don't worry, you'll get some nice A-B analysis here. You'll get Herbert and Dak both having Kellen Moore as a play caller and you know, see was was Kellen Moore holding Dak down or or elevating him? What was what was actually the case? But uh, I just think I, I think Herbert's actually been more consistent than Dak um, in in his limited time. And yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's close. I think they're both top eight quarterbacks. I think I just think Herbert's closer to the top five. Okay. Than, uh, than Dak right now. All right. I, I can. I mean, I'm not happy with you, but I can deal with that. Is Steve Palazzolo Stop pro yelling fl- at me though? What now? Yelling at me offline. You're just yelling at me offline <laughs> because I because I, said uh, I may have been a little aggressive on my uh, on my text back. We are the Out of Bounds Show. We're visiting with our friend Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com. Okay, y'all have a smart website. You do fun things. Um, you cutting edge the last decade or however long. Uh, could you I, I, one day? I would love for you or one of your analytics nerds to give me the numbers. Steve, on how many times over the last, I don't even know how many years they've been together, but I guess they, I guess they joined the league at the same time since 2016, Dak and Zeke playing together, how many times they started on first down and it was second and nine or second and eight after a Zeke run 
from Lenahan or Kellen Moore because they just, by God, felt like they should give him the football because Jerry Jones loved him and paid him. All right, but I'm moving on. Derek Carr. I, but I would love to know those numbers. How many times were the Cowboys in second nine or second eight after a Zeke run up the guard's left you know, butt cheek? Now, let's go to Derek Carr and the Saints. How much of an upgrade? Well, first of all, the Saints' schedule is weak, weak, weak. NFC South and AFC South. So this is the time for Dennis Allen to save his job and go 10 and 7 or maybe even 11 and 6. How much of an upgrade is Derek Carr over Andy Dalton and or uh, what's his name? I can't uh, The Florida State dude. Jameis Winston. Jameis. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Go. Sorry. Go ahead. So I think Carr's, I, I do think Carr's an upgrade. I also quietly think Andy Dalton played pretty well last year. I, I don't think the offense was good uh, with all the injuries and uh, you know, playmakers outside of Chris Olave and Rashid Shahid. You know, there's some questions, but um, I think Derek Carr's better. Um, Carr's also, you know, Derek Carr's that guy. I always use the phrase mid-tier quarterback. Um, there are some people who uh, love guys like Jared Goff. You know, like when, when Jared Goff is the quarterback of your team, there's stretches where you're like, hey, Goff's really good. You're underrating him. And then there's other times where it's like, man, how are we going to win this game with Jared Goff going up against this quarterback who's clearly better than him? Um, Jared Goff, Jimmy Garoppolo. I think Kirk Cousins is probably upper mid-tier. And Derek Carr is in that bucket, right? So you, that, that can range anywhere in, in a given season. We've seen Derek Carr, I, I think, have seasons where he was a top-10 quarterback. Uh, other seasons where he was closer to 20. Um, but I think the the ability is absolutely there for Carr. He can, um, I, I think he's at his best when he has someone that he can throw the ball down the field to, or he at least has a deep threat. Um, similar to what I was just talking about with Justin Herbert, there was a stretch in Carr's career where he was maybe throwing the ball short a little bit too much. He was a little bit too conservative. Then they got him some speed, and he uh, became a little bit more aggressive and had better seasons. I think that's going to be the key for the Saints here. That's where that potentially becomes an upgrade. I think Carr uh, taking taking chances down the field. Uh, I also think Carr, when he has a receiver that he really likes, uh, you know, Devontae Adams last year or Chris Olave. Yeah, I think Chris Olave becomes the guy. Um, but, like, when Carr has his true number one, he will feed him. And Olave has that ability to, to be that every down guy. Now, who knows what they get from a Michael Thomas. If he comes in and he becomes an Uber possession receiver again, I think Alave can be the one, though. Thomas can be that possession guy, Rashid Shahid, who's a very good deep threat. Um, just, hey, run deep, get behind the defense every once in a while. Jawan Johnson at tight end. I mean, that's a pretty good bunch there for Carr. And, again, like any mid-tier quarterback, the play caller and the supporting cast is going to be huge when it comes to production. So Derek Carr has the ability to get the ball to all of those guys and, uh, and I think put up some points. So I think, I think the pieces are there for the Saints, especially if Michael Thomas is healthy and um, in, the, in that division. Yeah, I've said before, I think the Saints are, are the favorite. And they say Michael Thomas is looking good. So with Olave and his talent, if Michael Thomas, you know, is the, is playing like he did several years ago, it, it could be a great opportunity for Derek Carr in the Saints. Um, okay. Plus the dome, going to a dome. It's a favorable passing conditions in the NFC South, you know, nine dome games guaranteed every year. 
That's a great so, point. And playing at Tampa Bay, which is warm weather. Good point, Steve Palazzolo. Yeah. Be good, man. Uh, I, I think I'm okay now. I feel a little bit better on our Herbert Dak debate. We'll talk to you next week, dude. All right? Yeah, send me another text or uh, you know, something else you want to complain about during the week. See you, man. Steve Palazzolo on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. We're out of bounds. This is 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.